0: We're talking travel with Sally Lucas again today. And Sally, we've got a couple of interesting places we're heading to. The Red Centre.
1: Yes, absolutely. And
0: also the Galapagos Islands. Oh, two very different places. I was going to say, poles
1: apart, aren't they? Indeed,
0: they almost are.
1: <laughs> well, literally, yes, as you say, literally. The uh, East
0: Pole and the West Pole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> possibly. I thought we'd talk about Uluru today because of the fact that she has literally shed her chains now. Um in more ways than one, not only able to climb but the chains will have been taken down of course and it's been very exciting for the people of the Kata Juta National Park and, of course, for the Indigenous people who live there that it's a decision they've been wanting to happen for some time. And there's still so many other wonderful things you can do in that area. Um, they said that possibly they'll, um, the chain will be removed and exhibited in a historical display. But they said as for the scar that trails towards the summit, um, it probably will re-oxidise and return to its natural state over time. Well, that's what they're hoping anyway, that you won't see that ugly, Scar where people have trekked up and down Uluru over a period of time. But there's so many other beautiful things you can do in and around Uluru, so I thought we'd talk about that today. Excellent. So from above, of course, you can do scenic flights either by helicopter or fixed wing, and it's magnificent to do that because it gives you an idea of the immensity of the rock itself and also, of course, of what was the olgas which are, you know, those wonderful ball domed rocks, if you like, and they're actually higher than Uluru. So it's quite interesting to do an aerial flight to get the immensity and the weather's totally different which is why a lot of people used to come to grief on Ayers Rock because they, they might have been hot down the bottom and you get to the top and it's got its own weather pattern and the, the winds are quite strong whirling around the top and it can get quite cold. So yeah there's so many ways you can look at it and you can also do flights over Kings Canyon and that's a fantastic place to visit in its own right and down the bottom of the canyon they have what they call the Garden of Eden which is just the most beautiful yeah, you know, garden forest lush sort of palms etc so it's a wonderful Thing to do. The other place you can go to as well is um, there's a place called Cave Hill, which is about 100 k's south of Uluru, actually in South Australia, and apparently it's considered to have some of the best rock art in Australia. And it's, you can go down there and you're taken by an Indigenous person. It's about 100 k's each way in the Musgrave Ranges just into South Australia. And the um, it's called the site of the Seven Sisters. Um, and it's they said that they're responsible for maintaining this song line, which was a traditional couple of thousand kilometres that was considered done by these Seven Sisters and the rock art tells their story. And it looks quite beautiful. If you want to Google it online, it's quite colourful and some quite beautiful rock art can be seen there so that's one thing you can do whilst you're based there as well we have mentioned Kings Canyon so these places you can visit on a nice driving holiday between Uluru and Alice Springs, Um, you can go to Simpsons Gap which is only 17 k's out of Alice if you're just doing a little day trip out of Alice, Stanley Chasm it's about 50 k's out of Alice and it's got walls 80 metres high when you walk through that narrow chasm and the sun hitting it at different angles is fantastic
0: and and the big thing about these chasms and things is that
1: there's walls Water in them and it's there's incredible. water holes that you can swim in yeah which is fantastic Ormiston Gorge is another one Glen Helen Gorge um so yeah the distance between Alice and the rock is about 440 k's so it is quite a distance people always think it's in the middle of the red centre whereas it's really right down towards that South Australian West Australian and border so it is quite a distance to drive but there's so much you can do in and around there and depending on the time of year you go you've got the field of light still on display till 2021 now so that's still going Bruce Munro's you know vision there of, of the wonderful field of light so you can do that you can have your sounds of silence dinner out at the old what they call the Olgers, or you can do camel rides you can go skydiving yeah you can go on all sorts of excursions so there's plenty to do a guided tour around any part of the rock is fantastic you can cycle around the rock so, you know, many, many things you can do and it, it is, you know, when you drive in and you first see it, when, I know when my husband and I did a couple of years back, he hadn't been, it was his first visit, and he was blown away. He's like, wow, he said, you see pictures of it, but when you actually are there to see this incredible monolith, it really does quite, Take, you, take, take your take your b- away. take your breath away, and it, it is massive, isn't it? It, it yeah. is massive, and I mean, depending on what time of the day you're seeing it, you know. But we had friends went in January one year, and I thought, oh gosh, that's going to be so hot and this and this. But she saw wild brumbies, and I'd never seen that, so it was. At different times of year, there's different animals and different creatures come out. And it bucketed with rain, which is most unusual in January. But they saw it with these wonderful waterfalls, of course, coming down the rock. So you can see it in all sorts of different, you know, garb and dress. You know, it looks beautiful no matter what the weather is and that does change of course the light on the rock with the different seasons so it is quite a special place for us and for Indigenous people alike.
0: Sally Lucas we're planning to go to somewhere where there's plenty of ocean around to keep us cool.
1: Absolutely and that would be lovely at the moment wouldn't it Jane some lovely clean air and crystal clear water just Cast your mind to that and you might be able to imagine where we're going. So this is going to the Galapagos and I guess it is on, I guess, a lot of people's bucket list, I think, and mine included, who I still haven't got there, but I will. I will. It's definitely high up there. Um, so this maybe next year could be the year or 2021 could be the year because in this case, there's a new cruise vessel going to be released in March 2021 called Latitude 33, and they're hosting a, a journey called Hidden Wonders of Life in Galapagos. It's limited to just 20 guests, which is wonderful. And it takes in some of South America's most stunning destination, including Chile, Santiago, the Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian city of Quito, of course, uh, the Mashpee Reserve in the upper Amazon. And then it culminates in a spectacular seven-night Galapagos cruise on this new ship called a Silver Origin. So this is 26th of March 2021. It, This commences, this new journey, with two nights in Santiago, of course, as we've mentioned. And then you go on to, as we said, to Quito. Now, you fly on to Quito. You have a 19A boutique luxury hotel there. And then you have three nights at the Mashpee Lodge, which is in the Amazon, which is just fantastic, which is a luxurious hideaway, right on a high plateau, three hours drive out of Quito. And it's a really beautiful um, spot in this Ecuadorian Choco rainforest. So you do that. Then you return to Quito for a further two nights. And including everything you can do there, including the old colonial quarter and the independence plaza, the cathedral, presidential palace, etc. So there's lots to see and do there. Then on April the 3rd, you fly to San Cristobal, which is the oldest of the Galapagos Islands, to board your vessel. And this is where you'll commence this wonderful journey. Um, so, the ship's going to d- d- debut in mid 2020. Um, uh, when I say it's limited to 20 guests, I'm sorry, I, it's not the ship, this particular tour is limited to 20 guests so you'd have to get in early. The actual vessel caters for just 100 guests so it's still not you know a large cruise vessel which is I think a nice thing as well and it's the first destination specific ship built to do this particular itinerary of the Galapagos so they say it promises to be one of the most environmentally friendly cruise ships ever built uh, which is a good thing.
0: That's so important these days.
1: Oh isn't it absolutely I think this is going to happen more and more and it has to of course. Um, so they've got apparently quite sophisticated interiors, beautiful balconies, state-of-the-art technology. Um, it's also got an interactive base camp, a team of expert Ecuadorian guides certified by the National Park of the Galapagos and the highest crew-to-guest and zodio-to-guest ratios in the Galapagos as well. So they have lots of highlights in here where you go to Puerto... I'm going to probably pronounce this incorrectly and I apologise. Bacarito Moreno, Uh, which is the capital of the Galapagos Islands, and it's located on the southwestern tip of San Cristobal. You go to Playa Espumia on the northwestern side, which is a home to a variety of wildlife, including nesting green sea turtles, flamingos, white-cheeked pintails, yellow warblers, Galapagos hawks, whimbrels, and American oyster catchers. And of course, you've got a lava-forged forest of Punta Espinosa on uh, Fernandina Island, where the gentle slopes of La Cumbra volcano rise in the Distance, and this is where you can find hundreds of marine iguanas resting on the lava flow. They take you on zodiac cruises there through different inlets of Elizabeth Bay, where you are flanked by massive volcanoes. And this is where you see those wonderful blue-footed boobies, flightless cormorants, galapagos penguins, sea lions, Sally Lightfoot crabs. Good to see a crab's been named after me. And um... they're red. <laughs> Uh, sort of. Well, I'm not red, but anyway. Um, and then you also visit. <laughs> they Pun- stand out, though. So. Oh, oh, they would. As do the blue-footed boobies. I'm they sure. They certainly do. Uh, then you also visit uh, to Punta Cormorant on Floriana's island, northernmost coast, and this is where you encounter more flamingos and mammoth female sea turtles. So there's just wonderful things you can do. You go to you know to Santa Cruz. You go to the prestigious Charles Darwin Research Centre, uh, the Fausto Lorena Breeding Centre for giant ternus- tert- tortoises, tortoises tortoises and land iguanas. So this just sounds like a fantastic, you know, itinerary to really immerse yourself in that part of South America and also in the Galapagos Islands. So if it's on your bucket list, it's not till 2021, but you can sort of start saving towards it maybe and putting your name down as expression of interest for when the (laughs) bookings open so that you don't miss out if they're only taking 20 on this inaugural Package. Of this there is, are. The ship you can go on separately, of course, if you just wanted to book. You know yes. what I mean on the vessel. But this is just a special package a special doing pack. all of what I just mentioned. But
0: and there are, of course, plenty of other options to go and plenty. see those wonderful features plenty. of the Galapagos Islands. So yes. you yeah. don't actually have to wait that long. It's just if you want to go there. No,
1: <laughs> they don't have to wait that long at all. There's plenty of vessels, as you know, you know, ranging from more budget prices right up to your luxury vessels. And there's also lodges on the islands as well where you can stay if you're interested in mm-hmm. snorkeling and spending a bit more time doing that sort of thing. But you do fly in from Quito, of course, and that's your most you know, accessible point to get from Ecuador across to the Galapagos Islands.
0: Sally Lucas, time to look at hot deals. What have we got in the current travel
1: marketplace? Okay, firstly, Jane, we've got this lovely getaway to Sabah, which is an 11-day package, and that's departing from now through till the end of March next year. And, of course, it's such a popular destination because of its wildlife. Can we be talking wildlife today, of course, with the orangutans like our koalas we could lose if we keep deforesting and stuff. But, you know, at least you can still go to sanctuaries there where you can see these wonderful creatures and the Sun Bear Centre, and you're going to, like, a rainforest research centre, and you're seeing the sandakan Australia. War Memorial um, as well because you're visiting Sander as well as Kotakinabalu. Then you have a lovely four-night stay on an island off the coast and it's the only island resort that's actually got a marine ecology research centre where they're making sure they're protecting the reef and the wildlife in that area. So you can go there as well and experience that as well as just enjoying wonderful eco-resort on the island. So that's a lovely package there and that's starting from under $2,600 with airfares included ex-Australia. So that's a really lovely Package if you're interested in that part of the world. Um, South America, we've been mentioning a bit of that today, but this is um, a Peru super deal, another 11 day itinerary. And this is um, departures uh, through to um, December next year, actually. So these are independent itineraries, they're not group holidays, which is why they go, you have a long space of time. So you can go virtually almost any time. And you're going to have some couple of days in Lima, you go to the Sacred Valley, Machu Picchu, Cusco, of course, Puno, Lake Titicaca, etc. So you're basically just doing that part of South America. And ex-Australia, you're looking at, depending on the time of year you're travelling, it starts from under $3,800 for that package with airfares. There's another one to South America. This is what they call a super deal if you're wanting to go across to the east coast. And you're doing Buenos Aires, Iguazu Falls, which of course are just stupendous, uh, Rio de Janeiro and back to Australia. So these are just little short holidays, and that starts from under 4,800, they go through to August next year. So there's lots of lovely holidays to the um, South American continent, and if you want to go a bit further north, you've got the Northern Lights and Winter Rockies, so something totally different. 14 days with airfares X australia Now this is just through till the end of uh, 22nd of March next year, so you get the opportunity, hopefully, to view the Northern Lights, and you're doing a coach tour from Edmonton to Calgary, the Maline Canyon Ice Walk, you get a sleigh ride at Lake Louise, you go snow Shoeing. So it's a wonderful itinerary and of course you're going up to Whitehorse where you should be able to see the Northern Lights so long as you've got a clear sky. This is a wonderful 14-day itinerary with lots of inclusions and ex-Australia, again, it's looking at under $4,600 for your 14-day itinerary. Um, Tahiti, I mean, that was always a lovely place as well, which has got some incredible exclusive Tahitian packages on sale from around about $3,000 if you book and pay before 20 December, staying at the Sofitel Morea Iora Beach Resort or the Manabar Beach Resort at Morea. It's a lovely seven-night package. Just with airfares if you're feeling like an island getaway. And closer to home, if you book by 19 December, Vanuatu have got a, an escape for around about $1,200 staying at that beautiful Iririki Island Resort and Spa, which is a little island right in the middle of the harbour in town. And they run a little ferry service backwards and forwards to in town, but it's a gorgeous little spot and delightful accommodation in bungalows there as well with lots of facilities included. And then still talking islands, If you want to go to the Maldives, which again, I think is in a lot of people's bucket lists uh, as a beautiful destination, particularly if you are into diving or snorkelling or just enjoying a relaxed chill out time on these beautiful atolls which they are the centara ras fushi resort and spa maldives has got a seven night package departing between one march and 30 april next year ex-sydney with your airfares with singapore airlines included um, you're getting seven nights accommodation in an oceanfront beach villa daily breakfast lunch and dinner afternoon tea service all-day soft drinks and mineral water Open bar, which includes house wines, beer and alcoholic beverages, selection of cocktails as well, um, etc., etc., non-motorised, water sports, snorkelling, Wi-Fi, and that starts from under $5,200 ex-Sydney. So, really, there's a lot out there at the moment, Jane, if people want to take advantage of a good deal. And there's even some discounts available at the moment on a couple of the Aurora expeditions into the Arctic area and Greenland that have got 20% off. Iceland and Greenland, if you're interested in either eastern or western Greenland or the circumnavigation of Iceland, uh, selected sailings have got 20% reduction.
0: Mm, plenty to choose from. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday.